Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Ali LaRouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another edition of Alley La Rouge. I'm joined today by regular Jared Miles and a big Alley La Rouge welcome to Kieran Molyneux, uh, who will be talking about his solo career, which has turned into a group career now. He's uh, he's he's formed a group. Um, but first of all, before we go on to that, uh, let's talk about our coup in signing Alexis McAllister, 24 years old, and what a signing he is, Jared. I mean, he's like. Can't wait to see him. Yeah, as I say, he's been um, he's been here what three or four years for Brighton. He's no injury record, thankfully. He's a very astute signing. Gets your goals from midfield. I think he scored more than all of our midfielders did last season combined. And to be talking about sixty million, we've got to say the thirty million, thirty-five million, which is a good a good there in his age prices. I would say. Yeah, Keanu, are you happy with it? I made up with it. I thought, as you said, like the first 50, 60 million pound, which you'd expect for a player who's who's been playing well in the Premier League, just won a World Cup medal. You know, it's and he played well in the into the medal in the World Cup. So, but but again, I'm not going to focus on the World Cup winning things too much. I'm just happy that he he, he he's come at a good place and he seems a perfect fit because we've seen World Cup winners come before and you know, yeah, like you, yeah. yeah. I remember that vividly. To be honest, and show me it's not it's yeah. For our for our uh, older listeners that we remember the chief, but uh, I mean he's he's one of those players like we love a good Argentinian, don't we? Mascherano, he was absolute uh, quality, wasn't he? Yeah, but this fellow gives you more. I think he plays all across the middle. He creates goals, he scores goals, and I think he can play in a few positions, even fullback, and you know some some play there as well, can like you know. But uh, I think yeah, I think really made a little you know anything else like him to follow. I think we'll have a a good summer transfer window with a bit of luck. Yeah. Well, he he's, uh, he played 98 Premier League games for Brighton and he's netted 20 times and uh, nine assists. You know, he's the all-round player, isn't he? Not bad for the midfielder, like, is it? No. I don't know when they look at it that way. Like, yeah. It was a very good sign, yeah. I think we've made signs like this like this before. I think you've seen a sort of nice people, 100 odd games for Brighton with professional games, you know, about 170 professional game mark, which where Firmino was, which is where Mane was, and yeah. seems to be in the same point as career as them, and, and, and for that sort of price for the player, he seems to have his whole career ahead of him, it's a bargain, isn't it? But yeah. I'm thinking about midfielder who scored double figures recently for us, you know what I mean? Do you go, well, yeah. None of our midfielders really got an album, I don't think many of them, it's not all figures like that. I think it's both ends as well, though, I think it's in stats comparisons to Firmino and Henderson, and He's scoring more goals, he's creating more chances, he's more interceptions, shows you can do the six, the eight, the ten, yeah. which is the shirt he's took. So Yeah. And also have that goal is it's and the good penalty. No, he's got a a lot of rocking with him, not You don't get much for thirty five minutes. <laughs> Has he got any flaws? I mean <laughs> you know, I mean if you play for Argentina, you know, you you're gonna be a quality player, aren't you? I mean, I think they've got that fight in them, haven't they? Argentinian players that like some Mascherano had 
and they've got that little bit of bottle, and you know, and that's what we want to see in our midfield again, isn't it? Yeah, and we're not just talking about someone who sat on the bench there for Argentina. He, he did start the tournament on the bench, but when he came, when he came into the side, he was he was instrumental, and you could see seeing the clip of Adam Delana talking about him. He said he's watching the World Cup, and yeah. Messi's looking for him. Messi's looking yeah. to give it to him, trusting him with the ball, knowing he's going to get it back, knowing it's going to go something promising is going to come under it. So yeah, also a good thing for that position. I think it's his preliminary record example as well. Yeah, he doesn't get many cards. And I can't think of my man directors. I get the odd yellow life, which is not bad, but I think it, yeah. yeah. Very forward to see him. He run Liverpool ragged, didn't he? Uh, uh, down there, like, you know, he's... he's he, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. But, I mean, it, it's now, it's it's speculation in uh, City, isn't it, at the moment? Uh, you know, we're getting linked with everyone, aren't we? Uh, but it, it, they all tend to be midfield players, or they all tend to be young, and they all tend to be great prospects, so... What are you hoping for, Gerard? Uh, another maybe two signings in the, for midfield? I don't think we're open. I think it's a must. Yeah. Well, that's two or three, to be honest with yeah. you. I think it's uh, the ones that I say that are all looking forward to, or they're looking at, they're all 23, 24, even younger than they. Like, yeah. It's 20, the mid-20s. And I don't hold this, really, by yourself. If, you, if you've got a good player, you want to keep them till the end of his career, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means I want to buy them for 28 and sell them on. If they're, if they're good enough, you keep holding them. But yeah, they're all young players and... Do you look very good place to be on the it seems to be four main targets and yeah certain in in recent years Liverpool have done business where they've just popped up with a name out of nowhere uh, and me you didn't see the transfer coming I don't think it's going to be like that I think it is going to cause where everybody knows we're in for the midfield uh, yeah we're linked with everybody I think it's probably going to be the names that we that we're seeing pop up it's Catherine Tanam Manny yeah. Coney yeah Ryan Graven Birch. Yeah. And then um You memorised these well, have you very impressive that kid? <laughs> probably Vega or maybe that Lavia from Southampton. Are they on your list? They're on my list, yeah. They're all on the list. So uh, don't all. I mean I, you know, to tell you the truth, you know, um you don't know much about them, do you, really, until they're linked with them and then you start looking at the YouTube yeah, clips. But you know, uh, you know, everyone looks brilliant on YouTube. Yeah, with, with the drum and bass track over it. <laughs> well, we've had that with Affolani and, you know, Fekir yeah. was another one, wasn't it? Oh, you know. Don't <laughs> be swearing at me now, Fekir. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you know, once you, let, you see the names, you go Google and you'd always see the best bits, don't you? But we were also had like, great expectations about Kaiser, didn't we? Because yeah. he looked yeah. brilliant, didn't he? Oh, on the uh, on YouTube when we saw him, when he was a box to box player and he didn't have an injury record, really. When he comes to awesome outside the box, scoring tackles and, and like what you know, what a what a disappointment he's saying now to be, you know. One of the biggest disappointments, I think, but well, isn't he? Yeah. No, obviously. Yeah. So you can only think the worst. Yeah, I think he's not he come and the price yeah. side as well. Like. Obviously unlucky with injuries, wasn't he? But you know, he made main players, he Yeah. Didn't really show up like always seemed to be a little bit of a a mercenary you know, he always seems to be about himself more than yeah. he was about, and he was about playing for Liverpool and it just yeah. it just didn't it didn't work out and we haven't got room for that though. No. This this we we haven't strengthened in the midfield for what three or four windows in the two seasons now. So it's got to be the right signing because if it's not then we're gonna find ourselves in a bit of a situation again. Well this is you know, this is the owner's last chance saloon, isn't it really? Because I think it was Thiago was the last Yeah. And um I think now they've got to realise, haven't they? They've got to realise we've got to invest in this. Well, you know? When you look, you've got Newcastle. Man United's supposed to be getting investments as well, aren't they? So we really need to buy. You've got, if you've got yeah. to keep up with them, you've got to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've lost four or five midfielders. We need at least three or four. 
Yeah. 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 I hate saying the B word because I'm, I'm sick of saying it, but the Bellingham situation, it, it, if we were going to get him, we were going to pay around 100 150 million. But yeah. it hasn't come out, which means there's potentially more two or three 35 million pound signs there. Yeah. And I know it'll sound good. like it'll sound like sour grapes, one, but you know, I would rather have three or four quality midfield players for one benefit. And we've said this in the past, haven't we? But we were. It was built up the expectation of Bellingham so much that we just thought it's a foregone conclusion. It felt like we waited though, didn't it? The fact that we didn't strengthen window after window in midfield and we're watching players get injured and get older and no one come in. It felt like, well, if we're going to wait for the, the, the best prospect in Europe, then, then that's okay. And when it didn't happen, everyone sort of got a little bit. But now it feels that like if we can get the right business done, this turn on. I said, I'm only. I'm not big on the French label. I've watched the YouTube clips. I spent a few hours on it, and he looks yeah. mustard. You know, and yeah. it looks exactly what we need. So good feet, carry the ball distance, yeah. and 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 pick up the pace again in midfield, which seemed a little bit slow last year. Didn't well, that, that was the one thing that happened last year: the slowness of the build-ups, wasn't it? When you go to Bellingham again, I mean, one lad just said one player won't make that much difference. And if he was to get an injury, you think because again, and that's why we need. And you say we need three or four. Yeah. quality players yeah. and got legs between them. Yeah. And as I say, I'm glad, I, as I say, it's not solid grapes. I mean, you look at Sancho once Man United, has he come from Germany with big expectations? I mean, he's such good news and he's yeah. not, has he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. can you see a centre-half or a full-back? Well, that's what, that's what I was thinking. We're, we're linked with all these, I was going to raise the point, like we're linked with all these midfield players, but really, you know, we do need strength and centre-back, don't we? You know? I mean, we've got players there that were, you know, the wrong side of thirty, haven't we? You know, I'm I'm, I'm basically Matip's injury record is similar to Kaito. Matip's the years up next summer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So all the time, this Vazial, what's it? Vazial as well as he is. He's supposed to be another cracker, like. But you know, he's having. I mean, yeah. if you get that and him sort of midfielders, strength and movements midfielders, that was seen towards the end of last season. Yeah. And if you get that, yeah, say you need two defenders and he's a centre half and I like that. Because yeah. the other lads gone on rolling and you know. Uh, Ramsey's pressure. Yeah, he's got the type of the type of defender we saw. It'll be interesting whether it's whether it's a full back and it's and it's yeah. the old trends and the, and the, the current robber which bombs on, or whether we do actually move away from that and we start moving towards three centre halves or four centre halves with then strength in that sort of yeah. quarterback position that, that that he's in. Do you know what I mean? So I, I mean I, I'm, I'm not, but there's an issue here with the homegrown situation because we've got centre halves and players. Like Phillips and Kelleher and and Gomez, who hasn't had a really work for him, has it? So if they start to put be put on the market, we're gonna we're gonna lose three or four on both yeah. players, and then you've got Anderson coming towards the end of his, mm. his his career, and then that's four or five homegrown players you lose, and we're on the brink already. So yeah. that's why I thought the Mount links and the Bellingham links and Rice and Tavi last year might have been made sense, but it doesn't seem that's coming off. So we need to do that like a well, don't we? Potentially, yeah. Come on, then this, this, yeah. this Ramsey's, Ramsey's looks like he's uh, he's gone. I mean, he's just got best on all those yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's a massive summer, then, isn't it? You know, and like, you know, it's absolutely massive at club because you know, I mean, although you you know, you're looking at the Europa League, you're looking at different pots, you go, oh, I'd like to go there. Like, it is like it is, you know, because you in the Champions League, it's always tends to be the same, same the same, same. So. You know, one season of Europa League, but we've got to get back in the Champions League. Porto about nine times. And <laughs> I'm just about to say that. Yeah. It's yeah. every time I've been there as well. But the way it was when it was night. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, 
uh, Newcastle, new kids on the block, aren't they? They're not going anywhere. No, I don't think they're going to start winning things because they haven't got the management to do that, you know, because it's all down to me, the fact that it's Pep and and Klopp. And Klopp. That's it. They are building, they seem to be like, they're in for Pep, that Berea from Inter Milan, the talk of £50 million, and we're looking at midfield. Well, we, well, we were talking about it the other week, weren't we? Yeah. He's crazy. He looks a great player. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't unbelievable in the final the, 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 the other night, but over the course, the last year or two, what I've seen of him, he seems highly rated and he seems must have £50 million pound for a player like that. Yeah. It's whether he wants to play in the European Cup or, the, or not, though, yeah. and whether he wants to go to Newcastle and um, send him money. Well, it didn't, you know, I mean, obviously, it didn't bother McAllister, did it? Because he, you know, he knows Liverpool been in the final so many times recently, did it, you know, you know, a year out of it. But we'll be back here and unlikely to get to another final. If this rebuild, if this is like Klopp's second great team, you know, like Shankly's yeah, second great team, well, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's the size and the set of the club as well, then, do you look at? No, what I mean, it's the size and yeah. the set. No, Newcastle, the baby steps at the moment, Sadi Sam. Yeah, he's at the Champions League where we're trying to trust his army, all right, we're about to run season out, but even the other lot, Andy Slanted, I was in the first world, don't they last Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's been the final up, but hopefully, like, you know, we got these signings in and kick on again. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Did you hear the, the, the fixtures come out this week and... Yeah, I mean, I know we asked for the, an away game, didn't we? Chelsea away, it's going to be a first game. It's not a, it's a massive test, isn't it, with the new management? It says, but I mean, you, you know, you'd have to play them all, on there. I think early season is the time to catch teams. I mean, you might say that. I mean, go for Fulham like us against us last season. Yeah, like, you know, going in. Do any team like Chelsea, you've got about 15 new players in, yeah. and they're probably going to have a big summer of ins and outs, so... Going down there on the opening day before they figured out the right team and all yeah. that, I mean, that's probably is a good time to hit them. Oh, Paddle, they aren't they? Um, so I'm supposed to have to offload some as well. Yeah, I really got to. They've got spent six hundred million in six months, didn't they, or yeah. something like that? So, which just shows you all, all the money in the world doesn't mean you're going to well, create it. a team. Doesn't yeah, it? Well, because they finished, fall thirteen. Don't know why you did. You know, after Christmas, relegation material. Yeah, but then we've got. Uh, Bournemouth at home, uh, allegedly. Uh, now, I, I don't know, look, looking at the uh, videos of the grounds, I don't know if it's going to be ready or not, you know, but what would they do with that? They just postpone the fixture, yeah. Or shut the other hole. But he's on the cock, wasn't it? He, he just shut that, and the main sand, well, the main sand was ready, wasn't it? So we yeah. Just, well, it's last event, it's a little bit. like, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, the, uh, 
configuration of the tickets are like it's going to be 7,000 extra seats, but like 5,200 of them are general admission, and out of the 5,200, like 1,000 season ticket holders. But there's 1,800 uh, corporate hospitality as well there, you know. So it's going to be a, a massive, you know, uh, you know, massive increase in capacity, obviously 7,000, but. You know, a lot of us, you know, a third of it's hospitality almost, isn't it? You know, and like, you know, is that what we need? I don't feel, I mean, obviously the club think we need that to generate yeah, revenue. Yeah, I mean, understand that. We understand that, but I think it's if you're under, if you're as well, and they, they seem to have split the lower and the upper up with the hospitality band, which sort of, for me, is not, like, you should have put all the OSPO in the, in the, in the, in the, in the main stand, but that's what it's been built for, and that's yeah. what it is. When they build these stands and they do all these projections, it's based on this. That's a massive part of the game, and we hate it. And it's and if the but it's the way it is. I just hope it doesn't lead to you know seven extra thousand seats, but not seven extra thousand boys. Which, should, which, yeah, which yeah. is exactly yeah. what I'm feeling. Needs at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon when we're yeah. playing a mid-table side. We need, we need seven thousand more voices because yeah. over the past few years, there's been times where. People have just took a figure out to the little bit, haven't they? And then before you know, we're with five minutes to time get a goal because we haven't got our game ourselves. If you were like, um, so there's a thousand season tickets, but if you were like a thousand and one hundred on the season ticket waiting list, you're not going to be very happy. I mean, do you think, I mean, I know there's always an argument between membership and season ticket holders, but do you think the percentage should have been more than a thousand? You know, should it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be the many, the more you get in, the better, really, and then that. The one yeah, would be waiting on the list and stuff. I'll not like, even yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know all this uh, corporate hospitality, it all helps. It's the money coming in, it's the revenue, it all helps with FFP at the end of the season because yeah. it's generating all money in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'd just say they should have been as many, uh, should have all been season tickets par for. Do you think so? Yeah, I think. Well, not the members. They'd be kicking off over that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well. I mean, this when I say season, that's what yeah, members yeah, like. Yeah, you want to mean like yeah, more people be able to get the rather and more corporate. But I mean, that's what yeah, I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. well, it's so obviously a financial decision, isn't it? But I think you raise. I think you know, uh, you know, sometimes the atmosphere has struggled, isn't it? You know, and you know, people going, "What's wrong now?" It's because it's you think it's it's tourists, basically. You know, they're coming for the match day experience. Yeah. Or don't really contribute to the match yeah, experience. So I'm expecting something, expecting to see or feel something, not realizing that you are part of that. And if everybody in the ground comes to see something, nobody sees anything. Do you know what I mean? As everyone comes in the ground and just makes as much noise as they can and get behind the team, much they can. That's when you have Chelsea 05 and 07 and yeah. Barcelona yeah. and Dorby Rentas and I'm like, Rentas yeah. so on, kind of, you know, like, now they're half six, you yeah. know what I mean, singing, singing the songs that George is playing over the speakers and all yeah. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the times isn't you've met people the first time there and they said, yeah, the atmosphere was unbelievable and you come on, it's also been as president, isn't it? Yeah. And they said, I couldn't believe it, nobody would be in the, the, the match and all like, yeah. in the spell plan, people come in and said, I couldn't believe it and you go, yeah. It's what people are used yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. It's what people expect. Their expectations, yeah, yeah. you know. Also, you've got to appreciate that we, we go to Anfield, you know, almost every week. And, yeah. and for, for people to come and never experience yeah. it, like that, even just that three minutes for me yeah. to start with, everybody is in unison. That, that, that's, yeah. that's probably enough to last a lifetime, isn't it? For you, can, you can become a bit blase about the atmosphere yeah. as well, can't you? Because, but, you know, most surveys, when they're conducted, say, and for City. <laughs> 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 they all say it like Tony. 
Yeah, up there, like the, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think that, that originated somewhere in the Middle East, yeah. that's <laughs> you know, but, yeah, but, I mean, you know, when Anfield is balancing, like, the Barcelona game, you know, things like that, you know, it's just, it's, you can't compare it, can you? And that, it, that, that affects players once it's signed for the club, I think, I think McAllister's talked about that, you know. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, obviously, he's bound to say that, but, I think it is. I think the reputation of Anfield, you know, it's there for players thinking, oh, I'd love to play in front of that crowd. You know? Well, Vieira was the last to say, wasn't he? Passed like Vieira during the week. Yeah, he said it, yeah. He, yeah. he come on and you know, they all say it. And everyone used to say, you know, but yeah. he's a waste of pros, a really famous atmosphere. Yeah, because that's what playing, you know, uh, they know a minnow team. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's usually in the FA Cup, that, isn't it? You know, when you're playing at a. Yeah, you know, a no mark team, we bring 6,000 and do create a as well over here, like, but uh, no, but I mean, even the top players, they know the old, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Wenger, Marine, Marino, you know, and Matt talks about it, he's a say, eulogize others to me, and Wenger, yeah. Yeah, no, it is, you know, it's, I think, you know, that it's it's an important thing, isn't it, for like, you know, to cop to, you know, to respond, and like, when, I think, Clock had a bit of a, a culture shock when he first come because coming from Dortmund, and he used to turn around and sort of make stand all the time, didn't he? And go, you know, what are you doing? Are you leaving? And I think that has changed a bit. I wasn't one of them leaving. <laughs> no, no, but it has it has changed a bit. But I think Clock got you know he, he got the crap. I mean, also didn't he? Well, you nice at them all again. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the mains especially like you know they'd be going like that and they'd doing it all like yeah. and they were always over them there like yeah. 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 But um. Yeah, so it's you know it's it's a massive summer and you know, I mean, what are you gonna do without any football? What are you gonna do? Same bit of shopping, DIY. You know I mean, next week. Oh, you going to Glastonbury? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, you're, you're not playing though. No, I'm not playing this. Not this year. Hopefully next year. But um, I'm going as a punter and yeah. it's uh, five days and the sunshine. Hopefully, hopefully, mm. although a few weather. in the beautiful festival. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, I was just asking. For anyone, for anyone who's, who don't know what happened at the brutal festival, it was rained off uh, last Saturday uh, with a tropical storm. Fielders <laughs> never seen anything like it. I've never, you know, it was you know, 15 minutes before we were due to go on stage the farm and uh, and uh, everyone's getting excited, getting used to you know we're about to go on stage, you know. Having the last couple of drinks and uh, and then the clouds just come from nowhere and it was like it was like it was like, was like uh, biblical, was it? it was like uh, a Spanish or Italian storm, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, from now and now, I guess there was People come in to the session and saying, uh, they're abandoning the site. I said, Don't be silly, it'll just be an hour and we'll be back. No, no, they're abandoning the site because it was that bad, you know. But uh, Kieran, so you know, um, if you talk about. A bit about your history in terms of uh, music. You play a lot around the ground, don't you? Or used to? Yeah, Sandland. I've got a residency in the Sandland for, for years. Yeah. Playing Liverpool songs before and after the game. I think yeah. that was been, been part of my today routine now. For, yeah, yeah. For many years. And, and that's for the ordinary fans. That's it's, not, it's not the hospitality part. No, it's not the hospitality part. No, that's just, that, or just for the bread and butter month. Yeah, the bread and butter, yeah. But yeah, I've done that for years and that's been part of my match day routine and almost feel now like. I think I think it was stopped. It'd be very superstitious because uh, someone like back on the form last year. It's a quick story. So some fella said to me, "We got beat in the game. I can't remember which one it was." And he said, uh, "Do you still play if we get beat?" And I said, "You know what? We haven't. I don't know. To be honest, because we, <laughs> we haven't lost in about yeah. five years, and I'll feel like you know what I mean." So yeah. uh, 
But yeah, that's been a bad thing. That's a part of my match day routine and 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 and, and singing to, to the fan before the game. And obviously, boss. Before and after, there's four and after the game. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, boss night over the years. I've yeah. You know, we've we've been fortunate enough to tour the world almost. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe explain so the listeners, boss, boss, yeah. boss night. Uh, so boss night is but it's it's a fan event which originated probably about ten years ago as almost like a an open mic night which played good music for people to go to on a on a Sunday, usually because we were in the UEFA Cup at that time and there was nothing to do after the playing on a Sunday afternoon. Um, but yeah, so then Boss Night evolved into something a lot more. It, you know, got popular and we had a run to Kiev which turned into a massive movement for for, for you know for, for little those songs and obviously Jamie and and, and Jamie Webster. Jamie Webster and, and size the show in Shevchenko Park when we got to Kiev in 2018. It was like, we've gone from playing open mic nights in on, in Oscars and sound on Duke Street to District, which became our home for many years. And all of a sudden, we're on a stage in the, in, in the European Cup final to 30,000 people. And it was an unbelievable experience. Yeah. And that's when something changed and it became very, very real. And then we knew, although the result didn't go that way, that we were going back next year. Yeah. You know, everyone knew everyone knew we were going to Madrid that year. Yeah. And and I think the plans for the fan path already started. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it got to Madrid and it, all of a sudden it wasn't thirty thousand anymore, it's sixty, it's seventy thousand yeah. people and you just can't see the end of the crowd. And again, very, very lucky, but it, it it's to look back on on that. It's I don't think it's a um it's just by chance that Liverpool start winning the European Cup. I'm not putting this on my head. By the way, I'm talking about everybody singing in unison, and yeah. specifically what Jamie did before before them finals to so many people. I think going back to the old five or six or seven years when everyone was so disbanded and everyone was arguing with each other on the clock. But fast forward ten yeah. years, fifteen years, and everybody is singing and to seventy thousand and seventy thousand people are singing yeah. in unison, and we go with and we win a European Cup. Yeah. And that's when you say the atmosphere changed a little bit. And that's when I sort of started taking a lot more seriously. Like, well, this is—I've always wanted to be a musician, and I've yeah. been given this amazing opportunity. And now it's time to start right, writing and releasing my own material. And that's what's happened since since you know Madrid and Paris. But as you mentioned before, the band. Yeah, I've put a band together, and it's—I think the reason for that is I've always wanted the band. I've always wrote music to in my head has drums, has lead guitar, has keys, and has these sort of things, and. Find myself playing my songs on it on the acoustic guitar, very similar to what I do with the Liverpool stuff, and it's just not meant to be like that. Yeah. And you know, it can be it can be easy for some people, or it can be the hardest thing in the world to find the band. And it's it it, it came to me over about six, six, twelve months ago. Met met the right people, and then all of a sudden, six months later, you're in a pracky room together, and it sounded unbelievable. So, so yeah. So when when I play live, I got a show on on the, on the Saturday, the eighth of July. It's a small intimate show in the Casimir. Is that Liverpool? That's in Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool headline show. And I wanted to start in a small venue with the bands and and, and see where we can take it. Hopefully, build that towards festivals and, yeah. and and things next year and show people my music and use the yeah. platform. The unbelievable opportunity I've been given after playing to so many people and going to all these wonderful places. So, so obviously in the Sandland you're doing mainly Liverpool songs, but your your solos, uh, your, your group stuff now will be original songs. The original songs, yeah. yeah. Well, I've always got like over oh, the past couple of years kept a few of my own, my own stuff in, and then I released Tear Away about two, eighteen months ago, and that went that went that went great. Like I say, no label, no manager, yeah. no nothing. There's ten thousand streams all over in different countries, so I was I was amazed up with that. Followed that up with a second single, Happy to Read My Man, a couple of months ago, and then we're in a position where I think, no, as I take this yeah. forward, 
the live show needs to be how I want it to be. Right. And it's getting there now. Do you know what I mean? So can we listen to this on Spotify? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Keel and you band? It's Keel. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, that's the band name, no, Keel. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, I released the first two singles under Keel. It's what everyone called me, everyone knows me as, and it's just sort of, Keith and Molyneux was just a bit of a, um, a tongue twister, you know yeah. what I mean? I, just, I, told, I struggled with it. Yeah, so there's a, so we show on it now for when you've had a few pints and it's just Keo. <laughs> but yeah, that's what at least music has and the, and, the, and the band will just play as that and, and we'll go see where we can go with it. But as I said, for years I've, I've, I've been writing me these songs and I've always, yeah. always remained of having, having a, a decent band. Here. And not just the bands, because, you know, you, you're yeah. actually a bit of band, band, band are your mates with and your bands yeah. are your, who, 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 again, the fans right in the room. and They're all awful lads, Kevin. Yeah, they're all awful lads. Yeah, they've all been in bands in the city before. They've all got credibility and I'm dead lucky to have them because the sound, the sound, the sound is unbelievable at the minute in, in that tracky room and I'm looking forward to the show. Yeah. But, yeah, just not just a fitting team of can they play and then the interested in the music because yeah. they've all bought into the tunes, but I'm happy to go on the road with yeah. them. I'm happy to go, you know, we can do 10, yeah. 15, 20, 50 dates with these lads. So that's, that's what I'm made up about. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But if I was a manager, which I'm not, but uh, I would have told, I would have said to you uh, and to Jamie Webster years ago, you can't be doing football songs and then go to a, 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 another level on your own material. And Jamie Webster's proved me wrong. Yeah, he's yeah. proved me wrong because he's playing Glastonbury next week. He's doing he? it and he he sold out how many two nights at the night Pierre Ed. Which is so, so man, and uh, oh, so he, he, you know, good job on not a manager because yeah. that's, <laughs> that's what the advice I would have given him. Because I, I was just thinking of like the the city Evertonians won't be happy yeah. uh, with Jay because he's associated with Liverpool football club. Right. Yeah. But he's just sold two nights to be an you know? I, I, I thought this. I thought this when I released you Thursday. I thought, I thought how is it going to go down with Evertonians? How am I going to go to Manchester and yeah. and, and, and Celtic? How am I going to go to London and Celtic? And then I realised that if you if you try and hide that people are fans, not news is an issue. But if you front it and you, and you admit that you're a Liverpool fan and you love Liverpool, no different to Sam Fender who's just headlined St James's Park yeah. to sixty thousand people, yeah, yeah. and he goes and does Glastonbury and and he owns the fact that he has a team. Liam Gallagher's been Man City right through all yeah. his yeah, yeah, Man City tops on. I mean, yeah, and I don't. I mean, you're a massive Liverpool fan. Yeah, and, you know, altogether now was used as an as, a, as an Everton record at one point. I was hoping you weren't going to manage. I was hoping you weren't going to. The mission, uh, yeah. the point I'm trying to make is, I think if if, if you everyone has a football team, and if yeah. you admit that and you own that, mm. and you don't try and force that down people's yeah. throats, only only times have changed. I mean, the reason we didn't. Uh, talk much about football as the farm, even though we were regarded as a football band, is because there used to be chaos at our gigs. Yeah. And like you'd go to Leeds and there'd be murder, you know, and you get we're getting banned from Leeds and York and all places like that. Uh, so we went away from football in that respect, you know, and, and didn't really promote it because groups like Sham 60 and the Cockney Rejects, they all had terrible trouble when 
It was a time. Because of West Ham, uh, football hooliganism and that. So we wanted to stay away from that, you know. But, um, you know, obviously, as you say, Everton used that song, but that's because um, Keith Mullen is in the band. He's the lead guitarist and he's a blue. And he sang, he sang the thing, you know. Still one of the worst decisions of my life. <laughs> but, uh, because the company that were in control of it was uh, aligned with Everton, the players' pool. They went into liquidation, so we never got a penny off it. Oh, well, and I went, yeah, um, yeah. you know, usually you'd ask, if a company were going to release a record, you'd ask for an advance on sales. And because it was Everton, we think, well, can't go wrong. Our manager said, well, it's Everton Football Club, but it can't go wrong. He said, yeah, well, that's why right. I can't go wrong. And it's it. <laughs> and it's it all. And he went into liquidation. So we never got paid a penny and still don't, never received a penny off that record. I remember as to be honest with you, as we said before, the music doesn't offer a local cut. That's another thing. Uh, you know, people won't say, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to see them because, yeah. of course, I yeah, yeah. sit there. I mean, you look at Oasis and yourselves and all like yeah. that. Hopefully yourselves, do you know what I mean? People go say, oh, the music's good enough. Well, I'm sure. Who do you support? Well, I'm sure when, when Oasis played main roads, those big gigs, you know, half the audience would have been, yeah, this is on, would have been, had to come to Backfield, or, it's still sad, it's still sad, but you're Sunderland fans, I've seen Jim Trinity, yeah, yeah, so, they like your music, they like it, no matter that, that's it, like, and I say, everyone has a, everyone has a football, most people have a football team, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie that, like, and right this up, yeah, no, it's good, it's good, and uh, it's a little bit it's different as well for me. There, what you were saying before, the farm in a position where the farm got popular, and then there was a choice to then go into promote football or not. I'm not really in that situation because my sort of yeah. r- um, rise has been on the football sort of circuit, which is a, yeah. which is a new thing. And now I'm in a bit like that's that's a, an opportunity I've been given, that's a platform I've been given, and plus I just we we yeah. What I was talking about was this was before like the summer of love. You know, after that, we could talk about football because it became fashionable, yeah. and everyone wanted to talk about football. It uh, like, was a bit of a dent, but when I'm talking about the mid eighties, when there was football violence was still at its height, yeah. and that's when it was a bit, you know, I mean, people knew yeah. we were football fans. <laughs> they did know we were football fans, but it wasn't until uh, the summer of 89, 88, 89, 1990, when groups were getting called after after you say Rio. Yeah. Yeah, Paul, you know, there was groups like that. Sanatia. Yeah. Kaiser Chiefs. The Kaiser yeah. Like yeah. and all like that. So that's where it became acceptable. Uh, but before that, no one in, in, in the music industry would like to talk about football or didn't want to talk about yeah. it because the enemy wouldn't write about it. Yeah. The sounds wouldn't write about it. They wouldn't write about it. I knew before I was a Liverpool fan, but he'd never mentioned it in uh, in... An interview because the press just weren't interested. You know, football and music were, were completely alien. Right. You know, we we were the group that probably brought it together. You know, in terms of all together now and that song and the, and uh, you know, so it, it, it was complex. It was complex, but you know, I think uh, I think now different generation, and I don't think it, it's the same. So. I'm glad you haven't taken my advice. <laughs> I mean, you go back to the 60s, you reckon the Beatles would have got the same adulation if everyone knew they were from here, these followed before. Yeah, never, I, they, they, well, they were never interested in football, were they? Yeah, was, no, you no. know, like people try and claim them, but yeah. Mark Lewis, who, who's the authority on the Beatles, uh, said they were interested yeah, in football. The only, the only person who was interested in football was Pete Best. But he wasn't part of the Beatles gang, yeah, really, no, as such, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. they did everything together. Pete bested his own thing, really. And he liked, he liked football, but they, they weren't that interested. They were interested in certain, 
you know, uh, you know, you know, Lennon that draw footballers when he was a kid, and he doodles and all that. And there's the and telegram from Shankly. Yeah, yeah, they tried to, yeah, because because it was a, a cup final. I might, you know, he said no. He gets, the, the Beatles aren't getting the tickets. It's going to the lads on the cot. Yeah. You know what a brilliant statement. You know, yeah. but yeah, I think um, you know it, it was a bit different. You know, but, but they, they have, you know, people try and claim the Beatles being Liverpool or Everton as. You know, they just win and such a yeah, thing. Yeah, the orbit, you can realise that they're not football fans. Yeah. yeah, so in terms of Glassby, I think, is Jamie on Glassby? Is he on, yeah. on the Billy Bragg stage? Yeah, he's doing an acoustic performance on Billy stage left field, and I think he's doing a full band performance um, on Avalon. And I'm saying, but obviously check Jamie's socials for that later. Yeah, yeah. Your band, mate. yeah uh, I went to Glassby last year, absolutely brilliant time. Like, I actually sang him one of the tennis, believe it or not, yeah. yeah. No, the farm have never done We weren't often to do it back in the day, but we were talking about it. We couldn't do it all or something, but, you know, obviously we'd love to do it, you know. But uh, seen that last, was in the tent, like. last year, um, in one of the tents, the Stonebridge tent, which always a few thousand, like, what? they've been asking me to do, come and sing all together now. Those like Mondays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they went, uh, so they asked me to do it, and then Jordan, the uh, they asked me to do it for about 10 years, and I'm all of a sudden, no, no, not really, because I wanted to take the band, you see. And they say, no, you just sing along to, you know, the, 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 the track type of thing. But during COVID, I thought, will there be another Glastonbury? You know, I thought, I never, I was saying to the group, and he should have said, they said, you should have done it. Why didn't you do it? So when they asked me again last year, uh, I agreed to do it. I had a great time, you know. It was, it's great that that's done. It's oh, it's a brilliant part. Ah, yeah, yeah, when they... Uh, they had some fantastic acts, DJs on. Greg Wilson did it after us, yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. And the, the whole atmosphere, and the one thing you notice in Glasby, it's like, it is full of scouts. It's definitely, you know, it's, it's the whole for all. It's like just to, you know, being on a yeah. plan down so. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that, you know, I think that adds to the atmosphere. The, the dark days of the 90s have gone of like, you know, mass, you know, there's loads going on outside, people trying to get in and that, you know, but now it has, it's got a more of a corporate atmosphere, of course, yeah. that's me, but it's still it's still a it's still a brilliant weekend and it's still by far the, the least corporate as well. Yeah, like it, yeah, the it is, whole yeah. message is anti capitalist, yeah. anti war, like, you don't see any chains in there, it's all independent food stock, like yeah. it's green pieces. Yeah. And and or dare I say, pretty laws. It pleases itself. I've been to festivals and I've seen, you know, mass amounts of security, and you have the camping section, and you have the arena where the yeah. stages are, and you get checked. You can't take your drinks in the arena. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's pretty much once you're in, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yours for the weekend, taking in much air. So, and it pleases itself. I mean, I've never seen any trouble like last minute. It would, I guarantee you that. So brings me down to the final point really about um recently there's been a few court cases of people um tragedy chatting and also they've been getting uh, they mean they've been getting prosecuted, haven't they? Which I think is a, a progressive thing, isn't it? You know, getting bands, haven't they? Which it should have been done, should have been getting done the last 10, 15 yeah. years, PC. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then thankfully they're taking notes of them now, aren't they? And yeah, and them, and you know, even on their social media, they're getting done on social media, now. yeah, they, yeah, you know, yeah. they're stupidly that's how stupid they are, they do it, and then they, they photograph themselves and put it yeah. on social media. Well, that, um, that family 97 wasn't enough, I mean, that was like 
I mean, how do you, you know, it's... But you most got, Man United fans on Twitter, uh, for, 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 yeah, they were saying, they were saying that. Yeah. if we'd have seen him, we would have, we would have dealt with him. And you also got people saying he meant 97 points, was he? Yeah. And everyone knows what a stupid state of that. Yeah. They know what it was about, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like so, as I say, long may continue. Anyone gets caught, this would be banned yeah. from life. But we had a load of uh, questions to the new SOS chairman, Paul Kahn, uh, sent in to us saying, well, you know, go on about tragedy chatting, but what about uh, Liverpool singing about the Tories? Uh, and That's what do you think about that? Sad to see, you know, that? It's, a, it's an opinion. It's an opinion. It's it's not, not, yeah, it's not like Sadducee. You're, you're not singing about them. It's not a, a tech chance or something. Is it like what they're singing about, say, elephant and things like that? It's a dangerous ground because if you start talking about that, then you're getting into the, the anti-protest law that yeah, comes yeah. in and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, you're going to get people getting arrested at games for, a bit, you know, for being political and stuff like that, which is yeah, probably not. not. It, well, it's the, it, it, there's people now who are getting arrested for, you know, for protesting about stopping oil and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, and they're getting jail time for it because yeah. they yeah, but they'll actually stop it. They're on motorways and things like that, Andy. They're not actually in the crowd and just singing about it. They, 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 I guess that's what they have picked up. But the, but the law states now that you can't protest. Though, yeah, well, you should have The laws are draconian, aren't they? You know exactly. But so. one of the one of these emails was talking about. Uh, they were disgusted to hear that someone uh, had been taking a union jack onto the cop and it had it uh, torn off him, you know, and like, what would you think about that, just <laughs> You're going to be diplomatic, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> But, you know, in the, in the past, yeah, but in the past, you look at the cop and you look at away grounds, uh, you know, away uh, fixtures in Europe, and there's loads of union jacks, really. Yeah. A lot of them, subsides a lot of unit jacks now in Liverpool, haven't they? Yeah. No one mean gone, yeah. even going abroad. They are like a, a lot of them have gone yeah. now, haven't they? Because they're associated mainly with England, with England and all like that. And the right and all like that. And the jacks you've seen in Rome and stuff like that. I mean, that was in the you know late 70s on the cop and yeah. in the areas, the 60s. Maybe. Even the halts, I mean, you saw the halt, one that you stopped the halts and all like that, the big union jack. But yeah, yeah, even that went by the by, isn't it? It looks before the time where, yeah. where Scouts. Has represented the flag, the Union Jaff or St George's flag with the establishments and, 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 and particularly the governments. Yeah. And the and the and the monarchy, monarchy and things like that. So now I think that's time's gone on. Yeah. Or I think it's changed after Hillsborough. Hillsborough was thing. Yeah. Just the water. Fair point. Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, we don't represent the establishments of our governments in any way yeah. this, in this place. So I think that's that's where it comes from. The yeah. answer ragging it off. Like, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Chelsea, the first game of the season, then, isn't it? <laughs> to see what uh, see what uh, yeah. the action is there. Like, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, three points will do. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm at. I was just to do like three points. for that. Yeah. So in terms of the summer, I mean. Liverpool's pre-season tours. Anyone interested in going on any of them? I don't even know where they actually are. I wish they were back in the islands and places like that where you could just across the board. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Well, I know where the everyone knows where the uh, Europa League final is yeah. because <laughs> it's people have boots already. Yeah, you know, is that bit so, premature? Is it? Yeah. Well, that's on top. Only all the old then. Yeah, well, uh, it'll be a festival. You won't get any tickets over this size. Our old scouts fair friends our Irish friends over there have the more won't be. Yeah. Well, um, our regular uh, Stephen Monaghan was trying to book a castle outside Dublin. Well, yeah. <laughs> but how many? It's not if he did. Fifty probably. The old three old six. Yeah. But I don't know if he's done it. But uh, 
You know, I've booked on a few things in the past, team for finals, and we haven't got to the final, you know. So to take that chance out of me. Like the key, yeah, we did, we all booked rooms. Yeah, for Missouri, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I, I think we've done it in the airport on the way home. Well, right? you better. Well, I think you went to Dublin, didn't you? I went there to the side, and Kiev, you knew we were not stopping there. It was all going on and on and on, wearing. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, it's going to be an interesting season, whichever way you look at it, and hopefully you still have some hotel rooms left in Dublin. And some flights out to uh, Dublin. But you've been listening to Ali LaRouge. Thanks to all our listeners all around the world and to people who listen to the other podcasts, especially Poetry and Motion. You've been listening to Peter Hooten, Jared Miles, and Kieran Molyu. And if you're listening to uh, KO's music, go on to Spotify and it'll be there. Thanks a lot. See you in a couple of weeks. You've been listening to the Ali LaRouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.